Welcome to season two of High Action. We're back. John Story out in Burbank. How you doing, man? Doing great. I'm coming from Brooklyn, New York. Also joined by Will Brom out in Long Beach. How are you doing, Will? I'm good. I'm excited for season two. You know, and we're just getting right into it with season two. We figured we'd keep our beautiful intro music from our acoustic record uh, featuring the wonderful Jeff Traugott Guitars. He's a big sponsor, a big supporter of our podcast, so we always want to make sure we shout him out. This episode is brought to you by Traugott Guitars. And uh, we're just really excited to be doing season two. Uh, we did a ton of interviews for the first season, which was really fun, John. But I know we were talking a lot about trying to do some more guitar playing in the second season. So how do you feel about that? You ready to play some guitar? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we've done some research and we've found out kind of who our demographic is. And shocker, it's guitar players. Hey. And uh, yeah, it's been great to interact with everybody, especially over on our Patreon page. And uh, over there, we've had some discussions, some questions. Uh, we've had some longtime New West Guitar Group followers join us over there. And man, I'm, I'm actually stoked because I think season two is going to be a chance for us to connect more with the people who followed us for a long time. And because and, some of them have had a lot of questions about their own path with jazz guitar. And we want to take the opportunity to do more playing on here for sure. Yeah. So if you're interested in the way that we're playing, please check out the podcast, but also check out the Patreon because you get video access to see all the things we're talking about and all the things we're going to be demonstrating over the season. Um, Will likes a lot of videos. He's a big video watcher. That's what I found from knowing Will for a lot of years. You like a lot of videos on the internet. Is that fair to say? That's, that's accurate. That's yeah, accurate. accurate. From all different kinds of things, especially guitar though, right? Especially guitar, you know? YouTube is uh, the, the best and the worst, all, all wrapped <laughs> up in one. That's right, that's right. Well, to kick off season two, we thought we would talk about something that is pretty much at the foundation of who we are as jazz guitar players, uh, and that is the blues. It's at the foundation of just about every kind of popular American music, rock and roll, uh, jazz, you name it, right? The blues is kind of what we want our listeners to kind of make sure that you understand. Because this season you're going to go on a journey with us, okay? Each episode is going to be a different theme, and we want you to learn along with the three of us as we dive into these different topics. So we thought there's no better place to start than with the blues. So let me just ask you first, Will, is there somebody um, who was like a blues icon to you starting out? Yes, uh, his name would be Stevie Ray Vaughan. Man, me too. <laughs> SRV, baby. And actually, I'm yeah. going to Austin tomorrow, believe it or wow. not, where that's the, the land of Stevie Ray. What, what did Stevie Ray mean to you at first? Well, in those developmental years of starting guitar, you know, around eighth grade, ninth grade, into high school, watching watching those classic concerts, those live shows where he's just really playing some guitar. And I mean, I actually even just a couple nights ago rewatched one of those concerts. I hadn't seen it in years. And I was like, man, this guy is a blues athlete, yes. you know, um, he and and know, an artist. athletics aside, technique aside, he's got <clears throat> that soul in his playing, yes. which is what the blues is about. The storytelling, the drama, he's full of it. So he's he's been a big guy for me. 
Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the storytelling uh, because that's that's really what connects with people. John, when we first met, we talked a lot about Grant Green, you know, maybe one of the most um, influential guitarists in jazz history. And certainly at the f- core of his playing was the blues. Certainly, yeah. And, you know, when I was younger, my first electric guitar was an Epiphone Casino. And I remember getting the Epiphone catalog. And actually, there was a picture of John Lee Hooker in there playing an that same guitar and I didn't know who he was and I thought oh this would be kind of fun maybe I should go buy one of these CDs and I could get them at my local record store and bend and I remember listening to this tone thinking man you know this isn't exactly jazz guitar which was something I was kind of trying to figure out and find Um, but I loved like the uh, the attack and just the amount of just energy that he was putting into his guitar and also how his his vocal quality matched kind of the storytelling that he did on the guitar and that's what got me hooked on on blues players it's funny it was just john lee hooker and that led to learning who stevie ray vaughn was and bb king and yeah and other musicians um because of the guitar i was playing at the time a semi-hollow epiphone <laughs> it's music that was really developed around the guitar so it feels very natural for us as guitar players but the more you dive into the blues, it can teach you so much about different forms of music and teach you so much about your guitar technique and opening your ears. And the blues as a form is quite vast. So let's, let's kind of dive into it right now. We've all got our guitars with us, our main axes, our main babies. I've got my ES-175, my antique natural here. Will's got his Sunburst ES-175. We're constantly comparing and debating <laughs> whose 175 is better. Uh, I'm going to win that debate one of these days. Uh-huh. And Will's got, uh, Will, and John's got his uh, beautiful custom marquee on over here. So let's jump into the blues, okay? I want our listeners to really try to get an idea of how vast the blues can be, and hopefully you gain something from this, uh, these examples we're going to show you. Starting out in the most basic format, let's take a blues in A, okay? You know, you can start out with just something simple like this where you're going up from the fifth to the seventh on each of the three chords, the A, the D, and the E, something like. And you're down on the five chord, back to the four chord, and the turnaround. That's a little quick example of a way you can approach playing uh, a blues form. Take that to the other extreme, what we call the bird blues. Okay, Bird blues is named after Charlie Parker, Bird Charlie Bird Parker. He would take these same format, but he would add lots of different passing chords. Maybe he starts with a major seven. Okay, and then he's going to two five down to the six eventually 2-5 to the 4, make it 4 minor, and then 3 minor, flat 3 minor. I think I changed keys there, it was kind of fun. That was kind of hip actually, yeah. I kind of like that. Is that is that Perry's take on the bird blues? That is. <laughs> and that's also an example of just how you can mess up playing the blues when you're talking on the podcast at the same time. <laughs> that, no. <laughs> no, that shows you've been playing a lot of flat keys. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there is nothing wrong, and that's very true. 
Yeah, when was the last time I actually played a blues in a, a blues in a sharp key? I it's know, been too man. long. It's not our world as much. Yeah. But let's let me play a little example of how I would approach a blues in A this time. And uh, yeah, I just want to get your guys' feedback. I want to hear you guys play a chorus. And for the listeners, just remember, even if you're just starting with the basic form of a blues live within the minor pentatonic scale, right? We all know the minor pentatonic scale. Starts on the root of whatever you're doing. Okay, it's five notes you can play in however many octaves you want, however many places you want on the guitar. But that will be the foundation from which you can spring towards arpeggios, to outlining different changes, to adding different harmony in the blues, to changing keys in the middle of a blues if you want, like I just did. So many possibilities with the blues, which is what I love about it. So here's a quick uh, example. I'll try and stay in the same key this time, Will. Is that okay? <laughs> Here we go. One, two, uh-uh, So just kind of, you get into this flow with the blues, where the form, it just feels easy to kind of hear it and keep it going. Um, you know, John, do you have any you know thoughts or feedback when you're playing a blues about like how you deal with the harmony, kind of how much or how little you want to expand it from its original take? Yeah. Um, well, I, no matter how complex. In the moment when I'm playing the blues with somebody, the blues gets where whether somebody who's accompanying you is throwing you some extra changes or in yeah. jazz, you know, one of the fun things about being a jazz musician is we have this huge sandbox of harmony we're always drawing from. I mean, it's almost like you've almost heard at this point everything that could possibly be done over a blues when you're a working jazz musician. But I still go back to like the most basic idea that the blues is like an A statement and then another A statement, just kind of against the four chord first, and then a B statement, like some kind of response to all of that. Mm. And one thing I really try to encourage students to think about is don't count all 12 bars. Don't be thinking like, you know, starting at the end, we change chords every measure, including the turnaround. It's like seven times if you think about going right. back to the top. A lot of students get hung up on that. So I just think about like, like if in the key of A, I'll play some chords and I'll actually talk my way through a blues. Like, this is my first kind of statement. Here's the same statement once again. going to answer it here and start it all over again and when I'm soloing it might sound like now here's an answer to all of that And 
And I try to do as many of those as possible. So before we're even playing stuff, we think about breaking it down and that. And that's kind of talking about the harmony a little bit mm-hmm. because we're addressing what the turnaround is. But it's also just like the basic idea of what the blues is. It's a poetry form. Yeah, it's a great point. And it's like the idea that is uh, often underutilized, which is this idea of repetition in your playing, right? You, you take take an idea and just live in it for a little bit and just try to expand it. And certainly when you listen to the great blues artists that have been super influential, like B.B. King, um, you hear him doing that and he's playing. He's repeating something again and again and then answering it. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Will, like, give us some thoughts on maybe how you can add to this uh, mm. discussion here on the blues. Maybe try in a different key or a different tempo, you know, where you might add harmony or take harmony away or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the bird blues is so great because it, it, it really conditions you to deal with a lot of harmony you find in other jazz songs. Yeah. And it's still got the blues in it. So it's kind of like the perfect bridge between, you know, blues versus jazz however similar or different you want to call those but i mean i'll I'll stay in a but i mean I mean, the bird bird blues is is essential and and it's great. What I was hearing you outline at the end was that move from A to C to F to B flat. If I was hearing that correctly. You know, oh yeah. And this is the big challenge, you know, when you when you kind of expand upon what John was talking about was just taking one idea that's sort of more based in the traditional language of the pentatonic minor blues, and then you get into trying to outline all these substitutions, uh, harmonic substitutions in a blues form by the way of a bird blues, like Will was showing you. Um, This is kind of what you get into, all these different cool types of harmony that you can add. Um, To go over the bird blues one more time for people that are interested, you're starting on on the one chord, okay, and then you're 2-5 into the minor six. Walking that down in this key, we're down to E minor. Now we're going to D. Okay, D minor. C sharp minor, C minor. That's my favorite part too. The little, oh, yeah. the little half step two fives descending. And then we're down to the B minor. And then you're back to your, you're back to your root. Choose the turnaround that you want. Um, all right, well let's see if we can. Maybe trade some choruses on the bird blues. What do you think? Can we do that over the Zoomosphere? Might be possible. Yeah. Sounds great. And and also for our listeners who maybe don't know who Bird is that we're talking about, that's Charlie Parker. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Man. When I first moved to New York, I remember the street that I lived next to was Charlie Parker Street. And I thought, <laughs> I thought man, I have I have moved to the right 
freaking place. It's kind of um, like going to like when you're a Catholic going to Venice, you know, or something. It's just you know, yeah, it's part exactly. Of, it's the Mecca. You know, my buddy Spencer Day it's lived Colin on John. Riverside Drive. He lived on the same street where Duke Ellington lived, and they have that plaque in front of his house. And I, I stood out in front of that house. I'm like, man, so much music was written in that house. It's unbelievable. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it, it's cool when you can really feel the connection to the music because so many people have come before us, and they've achieved such a high level of mastery. Um, I mean, you, you listen to people like Charlie Christian play the guitar, oh, you know, yeah. definitely based in the blues, but the level of mastery is just so high. And this is like 80, 80 years ago, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. He didn't even have Instagram to learn all these hot licks. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many far followers he would have had back then, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe a couple hundred, you know. <laughs> yeah. He would have probably had a private Instagram account, I would hope, you know. Yeah. All right, let's pick would, the key of F, <laughs> since that is the Bird Blues key. Bird would never play a, uh, a, a blues in the key of A. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll start. We'll pick a different tempo. There we go. One, two... crazy trying to play music together with people when we're 3,000 miles apart huh yeah <laughs> I think that the broadband internet's got to catch up with our sense of time because yeah that's that's tricky man let's try that one more time let's see what we can do in a different key John mm -hmm. you want to start will you want to start this time um I'll start sure okay. so what key what are we doing pick a different key we did F we did a Let's do that. I, you know, if I'm trying to do a different key, I like yeah. to go a tritone away. So let's do a B, B. blues. Okay. Oh, B, you're you're a big boy. Here we go. <laughs> we Are we doing do a different tempo or what? Just uh, whatever you want, man. Let's do something. Ooh. Right. One, two, three. Um.
that feels good. That feels really good. Um, you know, it's just, I feel like, again, it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning. Like, for our listeners, you know, the blues will teach you so much if you're trying to expand your playing into rock or into jazz or obviously into the blues. Like, this is a place that you really can never get enough of, you know? Um, let's do something that we do on the New West Guitar Group shows sometimes, which is we'll play a blues and we'll change keys every chorus. And this will mm-hmm. be kind of something we can finish on um, for everybody on this episode. But it's cool to stick to one key, but like I was doing at the beginning of the episode, changing keys is much hipper. <laughs> yeah. Keep telling uh, yourself that you did that on purpose. I did. I definitely did. And yeah, let's see if we can change keys. And we like to kind of change keys up a minor six each time. Is that what I remember correctly? Mm-hmm. That's what we like to do. Yeah, on the show. Uh, so... Again, for the listeners, if you're curious about kind of how we're demonstrating these things, check out our Patreon page because we're going to put up the video to the podcast so you can kind of get a sneak behind the curtain to kind of see how our fingers are moving and how we're discussing all these things to help uh, benefit your playing. And it also will benefit our podcast very much. It helps us uh, continue to do what we're doing. So check Mm -hmm. us out, the New West Guitar Group on Patreon. Uh, So... In our band, New West, we tend to play the song uh, Blue Rondo a la Turk a lot by Dave Brubeck. I'm sure many of you have heard it, but it has that that classic theme. And, you know, from that arrangement, he goes into playing a 12-bar blues. And we'll start out in F, we'll play it in D flat, and then we'll play it in A. And we all kind of change keys together. So let's try that. How about to conclude this one? We each just take three choruses uh, solo, and then we'll just pass it around, and that'll be that, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, we really appreciate all you guys hanging with us uh, for season two. We're excited to jump into it, uh, and we're excited to be playing more guitar. So here we go. This is uh, three keys of a blues. Uh,
Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, guys. <laughs> throwing it down like we do at the shows. Uh, that was awesome. John's in his little finger style there. We're mm-hmm. going to get into that uh, at a later episode for sure. Will doing a lot of good thematic development up there, sticking to some ideas. So this gives you, um, as a listener, this gives you, gives you an idea of um, sort of the vast uh, approaches that you can have to playing the blues, right? Everything from just staying straight up on the pentatonic with it, minor pentatonic, um, more traditional, uh, using a lot of repetition to playing a bird blues with different kinds of harmonies and changing keys. There's so many different ways you can go. Uh, please interact with us on our Instagram and through our Patreon if you have ideas about some topics that, as listeners, you'd like us to discuss. Uh, you know, you're getting a window behind the world of New West Guitar Group. All the touring that we've done over the last close to 20 years, we literally sit around, whether it's in a car or an airport or whatever, and discuss these things. So we're really kind of stoked to be bringing you these kinds of conversations in the podcast format for season two. Um, Will, do you have anything that you want to add to the end of our first episode of season two? Yeah, well, we really feed off of if you, the listeners, tell us what you're what you want to hear about, um, because we'll monologue your faces off easily, but we love to hear what you guys want to talk about. I, l- so. I literally just said that. Like, were you asleep? Is that what's going on? I was, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm so used to tuning you out. It's just second nature. Now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. No, I'm joking. Uh, I'm John. restating it. <laughs> anything you want to close with? Yeah. Um, again, we really appreciate everybody sticking with us. There's a lot of ways you can um, participate in this, visiting our Patreon page. Also, something as simple as going to Teespring and ordering a really cool high-action T-shirt like the one Perry's got on. We've got coffee mugs. We have a tote bag. There's all sorts of fun swag that you can get that's got both the high-action and the New West Guitar Group logos on there. Stay tuned for more stuff as we develop this season of our podcast because we want to be interacting with all of you guys more on a regular basis. Uh, we're really stoked about about this. And yeah, we appreciate everybody sticking around and checking out all of the upcoming episodes coming up. That's right. And this will conclude our first episode of season two. We hope everyone's doing well out there, wherever you're coming from. And we're going to close it out with uh, a song also from our acoustic album, aptly titled Blues for Brubeck. I will see you guys on the flip. Yeah. That was fun. Boom. <laughs>